Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of WN Movie Talk Podcast, formerly known as We Need to Talk About Movies Podcast. I'm Trev and uh, I'm joined again tonight by my friend Stan, who is going to join me to talk about the sequel to the film we talked about last time, which was Robocop, wasn't it? So what's the sequel, Stan? It's called Robocop 2. How you doing, mate? You right? I'm very well, thank you. Good, um, good. Yeah, looking forward to talking about this one also. Cool. Stan, you must have enjoyed yourself last week because you're back. Yeah, well, you, you sent me some headphones in the post and said, oh, I've sent you some headphones, they're coming, and uh, we'll do Robocop 2, shall we? Yeah. Forced you. <laughs> I forced you. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Last time we spoke as well, and I said, um, my brother Robin has um, not been sacked off. You know, Stan is just another cog in the wheel just on standby yeah. I'm, I'm Stan on standby <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Robin's quit <laughs> oh yeah he's he's jacked it in now he's a bit busy I don't like you anymore no he's, oh. I think I've offended him by inviting you in <laughs> oh you're joking <laughs> nah nah I don't really. he said I said I hope you wouldn't put out by that and he's like no no just I've been really busy and um we we struggled to get together all the time, so that's oh. half the reason I said, well, "Would you be interested in doing this?" And you did, and you was, and you did. So yeah, enjoyed it. All the best, Robin. Thank you ever so much for all the time you've given us on this podcast. Uh, hopefully, he'll come back at some point and do a bit of a chat oh, no with me doubt. about films. But no yeah, doubt. pressure's on you now, mate. <laughs> oh, don't say that. And everyone leaves me. Everyone leaves me. The thing is, I don't want to stop this because this is the thing I enjoy the most is watching films and talking, and talking about, about them. So. Yeah, you've always loved talking about films. I know, you? yeah. So even if you left, I'd just do it on my own. <laughs> Talk to myself. Talk to yourself about a film. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be all right. Oh. Uh, you watched any good films this week, Stan? Watched anything other than Robocop 2? Uh, what have we been watching? I'm, like many people, enjoying The Last of Us. I was oh, a fan oh, yeah. of the computer game. Um, yeah, I've been enjoying that. Uh, it's an episode a week, so it's uh, you just want to watch it. Mm. Um, other than that, no. That Carnival Row, been watching a bit of that, but that's, I don't really enjoy it. No, I don't know what that is. I don't that's like Orlando series. Bloom. I don't like oh. Orlando Bloom. Uh, I've watched this week. Um, Cohen, my boy, was ill the other day, and I was working from home that day. And then in the afternoon, I thought, oh, I'll spend a bit of time with him. We watched Spaceballs. Ah, oh, Spaceballs, classic, classic, <laughs> love it. Yeah. Haven't seen it for a while, but I really like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it was not as funny as I do remember it. I think Cohen quite enjoyed it. I think it's more aimed at kids, to be honest. Yeah, I've, I said to you, there's this danger. I think I said it last time I was on, actually, that I go back and watch things that I loved. Yeah. And it's just a letdown. You're like, oh. Yeah. Whereas Robocop, I really, last week, absolutely enjoyed that. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, me too. And this week we're talking about the sequel, Robocop 2. So over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash WN Movie Talk Podcast, I um, asked our listeners over there, uh, I've got two questions this week. A, are there any sequels you consider as better than the first film? And B, are there any films that you would like to see a sequel to? Now, it might sound like I thought that Robocop 2 was better than the first film. Let me tell you now, I, that isn't how I intended that question to sound. <laughs> but yeah, do you want to hear some answers, Stan? I would, yes. All right, Piero Canuti said, I always considered Back to the Future 3 the weak one of the trilogy, although over the years my mind has changed to the third being the strongest out of the three. See, I didn't go down that trail of thought because trilogies are a trilogy, whereas a sequel, that's different, isn't it? 
Yeah. Back to the Future wasn't planned as a trilogy, was it? Okay, so it, for me, the second one. But the third one, oh, I just loved them all. I just loved that whole... I loved them. Uh, and he's put... Sequels that never were. Beetlejuice, I always thought, deserved a sequel. Isn't there a sequel to Beetlejuice being planned? I don't know if it's a sequel. That could possibly just a remake. I don't think it follows on the story. I'm going to Google it now. Um, but Beetlejuice is one I thought of myself. Um, yeah. As a, would I wish they'd done a sequel and do you know what no i don't think it'd be the same cgi getting involved. beetlejuice 2 coming out 2023 oh but there you go michael keaton's back michael Winona keaton. Ryder, gina davis johnny depp they're all <sighs> back but it doesn't say anything about alec baldwin and tim burton tim burton's directing it again so yeah you saying it's all the same cast and all that when i was thinking about sequels i'd like to have seen i thought about train spotting but i wanted not the train spotting they made 20 years later. I wanted train spotting a few years later to see, you know. And it's the same with that one, I think. The same with Beetlejuice. I don't know. We'll see. Because Tim Burton, I don't know, this Wednesday series has been all right. I really, I've really, i actually enjoyed that. Yeah. To be compl- and then Piero also said, and I heard Tarantino was thinking of making a Vega Brothers movie with Vic Vega from Reservoir Dogs, played by Michael Madsen, and Vincent Vega from Pulp Fiction, played by John Travolta. Would love to have seen that. Um, Nathan Kent said Dread definitely needs a sequel you don't, I never watched any of them is that Judge Dread? didn't like them no there was a Sylvester Stallone one and there was the other one I just uh, just just didn't work it wasn't right and I'm a massive fan of 2000 AD I oh, just yeah. loved the Judge Dread character it just didn't work for me uh, and he says Empire Strikes Back is an obvious choice for sequels better than the original you know what I didn't even think about Star Wars yeah, totally. Uh, and then he says the Dark Knight and Aliens. I I went for Aliens. Yeah, yeah. I've got two. I've only got two that I can say I think are better than the original. Go on. One, the other one's Terminator Two. Yeah, Terminator Two. Actually, Empire Strikes Back. Same director as RoboCop Two. Ah, there we go. It's a fact. Irving Kirshner. I'll talk more about that later. Uh, Rob okay. Jones says Godfather Two is better than the first. Absolutely. See, I think they're just as good as each other. I wouldn't. Every time I watch The Godfather, I absolutely love it, and I'm always disappointed when it gets to the point where Marlon Brando's killed off. I always feel feel the film loses. It its... doesn't lose anything, but I'm always like, ah. Oh, but I again, really enjoy with, watching Brando in that role. With the Godfather film, surely they were written. It was like, right, we're going to split this into. I don't you know, think it was. Movies. If you read the book, it's the Godfather book. I think it's pretty much just Godfather one. Oh, really? So they, yeah. they are sequels? Yeah. I see this. Yeah. I'm sort of ruling these sort of films out. No. And then he says, Captain America the Winter Soldier was better than the first Avenger. And then he says, Dark Knight, Terminator 2, Aliens. And he said, I'd love to see a follow-up to Superbad. Yeah, they'd be older and uh, stoners. And, uh, yeah, I can't really remember Superbad. Uh, and then Gary Evans says, Aliens over Alien. And I'd like yep. to have seen a sequel to District 9. Oh. That was a good... Good choice there, Gary, I think. That's a good shout. That's the best one I've heard. Yeah. That's actually really good. Oh, there's one that my uh, lovely fiance Minna, said. Um, She loves uh, 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. Yeah. But she wishes that they'd gone further and done like 28 Months Later and 28 Years Later and just sort of finished it off. Yeah. Because it would just be nice to see like the civilization collapse and then go full circle and see how it rebuilds itself. Yeah, interesting. So thanks, everyone, for your answers. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't answered any questions before, you need to get over to facebook.com forward slash WN Movie Talk Podcast. 
give us a like, follow us, and then you can join in the chat. Always appreciate a good chat, do we, mate? Indeed, mate. Now, I suppose it's time to talk RoboCop 2. Yes. So, Stan, you said last week RoboCop, one of your favourite films. One of my favourite films, absolutely. Iconic, the suit. Yeah, brilliant, just everything about it. Ed 209. The gore, Ed 209, just just everything. The music, the the feel of it. The little adverts in it, the yeah. news readers, just everything. The whole OCP, everything. Yeah. Just yeah. Brilliant film. It's a good and sort then, of uh, satire of where the world was going and where we yeah. pretty much are now, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, pretty it? much. It is. A lot of the same sort of things going on in this film. Yep. But police are protesting. The police, they're on strike, aren't they? Yeah. Detroit's yeah. gone shitballs, hasn't it? It's like... It's gone absolutely freaking mental, mate. <laughs> It's just no, crazy. it's gone. It's yeah, it's gone. The crime soaring, corruption, just horrible. And of course, introduced to a new drug. Oh God! Which is the scourge. Yeah. Nuke. Nuke. <laughs> um, this directed, as I said, by Irving Kirshner, who done um, Empire Strikes Back. Um, I think he had better success with Empire Strikes Back than he did RoboCop Two. I'd say. I would <laughs> certainly say. Yeah, it was probably close. It was was close. close. And uh, Orion Pictures produced Robocop and Robocop 2, and they were sort of holding out for a hit because they was in dire straits. They was going under, and they was like, Robocop was a surprise hit. And then they was like, quick, we've got to cash in on this. And they sort of pushed forward for a sequel. Ed Newmeyer and Michael Miner had written a screenplay for Robocop 2, but it was set 25 years after Robocop, and it was called Robocop... The corporate wars and it was going to be about different corporations sort of vying for control of detroit is this following the comic because there was a robocop comic i've got the first edition of that actually but yeah there was a robocop comic i, I don't know whether... i'm going to talk about a comic in a minute because then they scrapped okay. that idea anyway and basically they hired frank miller i mentioned this last week didn't i to write the screenplay and he wrote okay. a, a screenplay i don't really know what it was all about but you can find out because you can buy an, the comic book of Frank Miller's Robocop uh-huh. 2. It's basically his original script, but he's done it as a comic There book. we go. I'm going to get that. And Frank Miller appears in Robocop 2. He's the little uh, chemist making well, nuke in the back of the van. Right, yeah. Frank. Call him Frank. That's Frank Miller. There you go. Facts. We're here for the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. So, Stan, you've watched Robocop 2. You said yes. you've watched it in... Two, three parts was that because you was losing interest or oh, yeah I didn't yeah I didn't get the time you know the kids are around it's like oh what are you watching oh, a bit of Robocop 2 what's he sticking in his neck daddy oh it's just a drug called nuke <laughs> oh, can we put can we put uh, the octonauts on so yeah so I didn't really get a chance to, to watch it um, but when we said about doing Robocop 2 I was thinking oh yeah I remember I liked it but fuck me I really enjoyed it <laughs> You did enjoy yeah. it. It's not as good as the first one, obviously. It's a completely different feel to it, isn't it? Yeah, it's diff- yeah, it's you can tell it's a different director. It's- it almost feels like Batman Forever to me. It'd gone a bit cartoony, it's a bit comic book, isn't it? Yeah, but it has a bit more credibility. Yeah. But what did you you enjoy it though, did you? I did. I don't know whether it's because I was sort of nostalgic you know watching it thinking oh, i yeah. remember watching this I, th- yeah, so, I, mean, I remember the first time i watched it 
my friend's dad used to be a bus driver driving buses over the country like and someone had yeah. left a pirate copy of robocop 2 on the bus before it was even out in the cinema he come home one day and he's like yeah you look like that robocop don't you i got the second one if you want to watch it we're like no you haven't he's like yeah yeah here it is everybody's like what it was an awful copy like pirate vhs's used to be yeah 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 but it was quite exciting yeah yeah so so that's given you memory of that yeah but some bits work some bits don't some characters work well let's discuss it let's go through it all i could really remember of it was that he gets dismantled there's a drug and that that cane gets turned into that robot that's all I could sort of remember. Yeah. But watching it, same, in parts. My favourite scenes in the film, it's when he comes back, when he gets dismantled, and then he goes to OCP and they programme him, and he's all polite. I just love that. <laughs> that bit of the film, until he corrects himself, is my favourite part of the film. That was funny, wasn't it? Just where he's... He comes yeah. back to the station, yeah. and he's like, almost like... Yeah, he's doing all this What like, the hell is all these movements he's doing? And he's going, it's a lovely day. Looking good, I Robo. It's so weird. But, yeah, because they put in loads of new directives, don't they? There's that scene where they're around the board te- the boardroom. Aren't they? A brainstorming. Like, yeah, is three directives enough? What do you want from Robocop? And they're like, well, I think he needs to Talking be, about the know. environment. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about environmental issues. And someone else is like, yeah, he's you know he's a role model to our kids. He shouldn't go around shooting everyone. He should be more kid-friendly. Some of the directives... Because there's one bit of the film, it, it comes up on a computer screen, doesn't it? And it's there's a load of them. Some of Robocop's new directives. Directive 233, restrain hostile feelings. Directive 234, promote positive attitudes. <laughs> promote social values. Suppress aggressiveness. And there's even in there somewhere, uh, Directive 262, avoid Orion meetings. <laughs> avoid Orion meetings. Talking about the film oh, studio. But yeah, I did, I did enjoy that bit. There's a few good jokes in it. It's, but it's almost like a parody of it's, it's isn't the it? bit he's in the car with Lewis and he says, "Isn't the moon lovely tonight?" She's like, "It's it's still daytime." And he's like, "It's the thought that counts." <laughs> and uh, then the kids with a fire hydrant, he turns the fire hydrant off and he says, "Waste makes haste, for time is fleeting. A rolling stone is worth two in the bush." And then the little kid, yeah, go fuck a refrigerator, peck a neck. Bad language makes for bad feelings. Don't you think, like, obviously, Robocop came out, kids loved it. Orion must have got wind of that, because there's fucking kids all over this film. Loads of kids in it. One of the, one of the main characters is that little kid. What know? is that all about? All, what is that all about? All the, all the kids are in the, sh- uh, in the like baseball outfits, aren't they, robbing the shop? It's like the Fagan, Oliver Twist and the, you know, Fagan's boys, isn't it? Sort of, yeah, strange. It's like, yeah, the kids love this. We put loads of kids in it and then they love it even more. But yeah, the kid, what is his name? Hob. Hob, that's it. it. Hob, yeah. I mean, that's a weird, a weird thing. He's like a a 10-year-old boy and he's like the gang leader. They don't say where he comes from. And he's like, yeah, he's really sadistic as well, isn't he? He's like, horrible little shit. see Robocop's brain. But he has his tender moment at the end. I want to see it. Yeah. But I see, I never knew how I took that. Even when I was a kid, I was like, this doesn't feel right. And I, even watching it now, I'm like, I don't know that I want to see a kid. There's no threat from him. No. I can't believe these people are fucking scared, scared of, him. of him. They just beat him up and nickel that fucking drugs from his pocket. Yeah. Give me that nuke. <laughs> <laughs> I just do I don't to believe it. Yeah, to go from Clarence Bodica to to the lad, but it's not his cane, isn't it? 
I mean, Kane's quite a good baddie. He's, he's no Clarence. No. Uh, what's the uh, actor? Is Tom Noonan? He was um, Francis Dollarhide in Manhunter. Do you ever see Manhunter? No. It's the very first version of Red Dragon. No, I haven't Michael seen Mann that. directed it. I've seen him in other stuff as well. He's one of them. We've seen him in sort of... Sp- yeah, he's some in loads of stuff, isn't he? But um, he's a weird character. What do you think of Kane, then? What... It's just a bit of a, a bit of a hippie. It's a bit of it's meant to be like a bit of a Charlie Manson. A bit of a Charlie, yeah. A bit of a Charlie yeah, Manson cult following. Got everyone hooked on this drug, but then he's hooked on it, which is it's a bit silly. Isn't yeah, it? and then when he goes into Frank Miller and he's like, "Give me the new version," and then he puts it in his neck. And he's like, <laughs> oh, it's making my teeth itch. Yeah, you've got too much of this, and we need less of that and yeah, more yeah, of this. Yeah. And it's like yeah. a connoisseur. Oh, I'm getting hints of Autumn Musk. Because <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not a you know drug lord, but I, I've seen enough films to know you just don't touch your own product, mate. Yeah, and in the end, it. it was inevitable. It was his downfall, wasn't it? Silly cane. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Cocaine. No cane. So let's talk about Robocop. It starts off... Oh, with an advert, doesn't it? It does start off with an advert. Magnavolt. Yeah. And it's the chap, another chap I recognise. He was Clamp in Gremlins 2, wasn't he? I, no. Was he? He owns the big skyscraper Ugh. where they work. I, he's the big boss man. I don't know. I think he's also in Scrooged. He's like Bill Murray's nemesis in that, isn't he? He's a really nice guy and he's trying to get Bill Murray's job. I've got that as well. I like Scrooge, one of my favourite Christmas films. Wouldn't have a clue. I can't no, think I've what the bloke's that. name is, though. Is it the bloke doing the advert or the bloke who's getting fried? The bloke doing the advert. There's a few adverts, weren't there? There's some weird bits, though. Like the bit with the mayor. The bit with the mayor and the bloke's playing the... He starts playing the violin. He's got his legs around his head. <laughs> I'm trying to think what the song that, is. That was fucking... It's Born to be Wild. That's it, Born to be... <laughs> on the fiddle. So I actually, that is the bit that I laughed out loud at. I was just... Because <laughs> he's like a contortionist. Yeah. And he's got his legs... But it's all part of the telephone, isn't it? Because... The mayor and City Hall are in debt with OCP and they can't pay it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The city is going to go bankrupt and OCP is going to move in and sort of take it over, aren't they? And so he's running this telephone to try and raise funds. And it's just, I just loved it. I just thought, oh, that's brilliant. I like the character of the mayor. I liked him. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I've got no memory of any of that from watching it in the 90s. No, the same with me. I can't remember any of that. So you're saying like the mayor... Was a good character. I quite like the mayor, yeah. Bit of a, I don't know, sort of a Chris Rock type character. He was he? a bit Chris Rocky. He was a bit Chris Rocky. Um, I just, yeah, I liked him. But again, it's quite I think there was he? too much of him. The scene where he goes to meet the kid. This one, it's just the kid, like, he's got all that money and gold and he's offering it. Oh, he's wearing a suit. In his suit. suit. I just don't buy it. Yeah. But then Robocop 2 turns up and it, it, that's another... I mean, the... There's some good carnage scenes in this. That was quite a good scene, that actually. Sort of thing. Yeah, he I takes did quite enjoy people. that. And I kept thinking, is the mayor going to get it here? And the bit where he kills, he came, well, Robocop 2 kills his girlfriend, doesn't he? She's like oh, caressing him. And she's like, I can, I can get used to it. And then his face goes, doesn't he? And he turns into Robocop 2. And it's just the way he picks her up and twists. Twists her head. Yeah, that's quite a gory bit, actually. Pretty grim. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Um... So OCP are proper bastards in this one, aren't they? Yeah, and the old man, he looks quite well, doesn't he? He looks, I think he looks younger. He looks a picture of health. He does, he looks yeah. all right. He's doing all right with the ladies, isn't he? He's doing all right. He's hot tub. And then Johnston's, now he's number two. I think Johnston's a bit of a yes man, isn't he? Yeah, he's 
kiss ass, throw anyone under the bus. He gets the opportunity to sort of create Robocop 2 and you see all the test runs at the beginning, don't you? Oh, yeah. Some of them. They're having a presentation, but it's just him and the scientist and then the old man, isn't it? Yeah. And they're watching it on a video screen. And I actually thought, yeah, that's probably what they'd do rather than bring Ed 209 into a boardroom. (laughs) (laughs) Up the stairs, crane him in. He he wouldn't fit in the lift. How did they get him up? Did they assemble him in the corridor? Did they have a team of technicians? It yeah. doesn't make sense. Just watching that made me think, yeah, actually, it's a bit mental that they've created Robocop as well, and they're not, like, just testing him. Straight out on the streets, all on his own. <laughs> Give him a gun. Send him out. <laughs> uh, I felt that whole bit with when they're testing all the new machines, that was trying to emulate the first film when you'd see him with Ed 209 it wasn't the same it wasn't it didn't look as good it was going more for the laughs wasn't yeah, it yeah which I think is the wrong way I think they could have found a bit of a balance I did like the I, bit where, where Robocop lost his mind he's been overly saying like weird things I liked that 15 minutes of the film but I don't think you should have comedy elsewhere in it it should be blood and gore and... there was comedy all the way through and like OCP as well yeah. when it all kicks off at the end with Robocop 2 going out on the streets killing everyone that's right and then Johnson and the other OCP executive are walking with the old man and the executive says oh serious trouble there's so many dead and wounded and then Johnson says but there won't be any trouble from the dead <laughs> he's, like, he's trying to like sugarcoat it yeah. in the bar, isn't he? but the jokes they're just too in your face yeah, this time they're not obvious. as subtle are they yeah you know like you said last week your fav- one of your favourite lines is Dick I'm very disappointed, disappointed. Yeah. after the end and it's just subtle subtle but yeah. this time it's just it's all in your fucking face it it's is like much. a cartoon isn't yeah. it even like what I was saying about it felt like Batman Forever there's a lot of neon sort of fluorescent lighting and stuff. And Batman Forever was very much like that, wasn't it? They changed his suit. He's got like a purple sheen. And it's it like looks... a sheen to it, isn't it? Yeah. It looked like they'd obviously made it... He could move. It looked like he could move better. Yeah. His thing. movements in this were just brilliant. Peter Weller was the best thing in this film. Because you said in the first one that he was really in the zone when he his robot moves, but the suit was so clunky, he weren't able he to pull it off. Well, yeah. now, I think they've... Because you look, he's got more joints. They've made him more nimble. But, yeah, he's yeah, twitching. And it's the and way he, spot on. his head turns and then his body follows. And it's all very robotic. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. He did it very well. Oh, God. <laughs> when he gets taken apart and he's, um, he comes back and he's Murphy with the helmet off. Mm. God, I don't remember him. He looked fucking awful, didn't he? <laughs> He looks, oh, it's brilliant. His eyes are all like, Boo. it's like someone yeah. spiked his baby food. <laughs> it's oh. obviously, that's obviously... Um, Prosthet, yeah, it's obviously CGI. Yeah, a um, robot they've made. Animat- it looks Matronic. good. It does but, look like, good for the time, but yeah, it's just... Boo. Yeah, and he's like, it's disturbing, isn't it? He's all yeah. twitching and his head's fucked. And they're like, he's oh, he's like, all right. <laughs> and they're like, no, he's in pain, he's in pain. So he's just had some mushroom tea. He'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> but... The scene as well, like at the beginning, you see Detroit and it's going crazy and it goes from like minor crimes to bigger crimes. It, it, it gets bigger and bigger, doesn't it? Until you're in the gun shop and they're robbing the gun shop. And I hate the bit where he's like, where's the bullets for this gun? And the bloke's like, oh, they're over there. Just take the damn gun. He goes, thank you. And then he shoots, shoots him. him. And yeah. I just think, you don't need to shoot him. Yeah. 
It's just let you have the bullets. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was saying last week. I hate watching innocent people. And I know it's just making, uh, you know, this is how evil this town is. Yeah. But then and when Robocop turns up and then they shoot him with a bazooka. Oh, as mate, he's driving towards a massive bazooka, yeah. And, and gets blow out. the car to pieces. Yeah, they pepper him with bullets as well. Don't and they? then he gets out. And I always think, why doesn't his face ever melt? Yeah. At least he'd need some Vaseline on his lips or something, you know. A bit. <laughs> oh. But he gets blown to bits. They shoot it twice, don't they? Don't they blow it up twice? And then they all yeah, shoot, then they shoot it all. And, it. Yeah, and he just gets And nothing, nothing phases him. But Except happens for twice in the film. Young Hob shoots him in the head and he's all twitchy. And oh, yes. Yeah. Vision's all going. And then he remembers his son. There's another bit where he gets blown up. He's in the car. Yeah. And then they go down to the car and he's somehow got out. He's hiding behind the he building. He's hiding behind <laughs> yeah. the wall. Yeah. Because he'd have got out, had to put his trousers on because he couldn't wear them in the car. Hiding. He's not stealth. I think they would have noticed. No, I was thinking that as well when he was walking into the building. Yeah. And they're all like just all around ledges looking over at him. Oh, he's yeah. not targeting any of them. Yeah, in Robocop 1, when he walked in there, he clocked everyone. Yeah. He knew ding, where ding, they ding, all ding, were. Ding. But this time yeah. he's like looking for them. And it's like, yeah, he can't walk quietly, can he? No. <laughs> I'd, I, another thing I don't like what they've done is the, the bit with the, the, uh, the ex-wife, or his wife. The way they've yeah. thrown that in, and that seemed a bit... Oh, I don't know. That's, that's what I think was missing from the film the development of that story because Robocop 1 sort of hints at him becoming more human. You know, that's what it's about, isn't it? It's about you're creating a monster, but he's still got his human emotions. And in this one, they just sort of like started off with him stalking his wife and remembering his kid when he gets shot, doesn't he, by the little boy and then he pictures his son. The scene where he's being questioned by OCP and they're like what the hell are you doing well, you know why are you following her you're ruining her life and I thought oh this is good you know I can't remember this his face just brilliant and just he looks like a little naughty schoolboy being told off doesn't he and he can't look at them and he's like yeah that's good acting just the way you think it's a bloke he's sat in that suit and he can still portray that emotion that's that's good acting was, all you can see is his face isn't yeah, it that's good, that's good he's acting he's just got everything then when the wife comes in and he like he walks over to her and she's like Alex is it you and he's like touch me and she touches his lip and she's like it's cold and he's like I'm not your husband or something like yeah, that yeah I'm not your he? husband and, your husband's dead and then and then that's it that's they drop it then don't they yeah you see her go out to the car and he Robocop looks at her through the window peeks through the blind <laughs> and uh, yeah she's that's it but I wonder if they pick that up in the third one I can't remember no they don't they don't no. Yeah, so it's like just thrown in there for the sake of, oh, we better just mention it. Yeah. Do they change him then? Is that something to do with why they change him? No, that happens, and then that's when he gets kidnapped, isn't it, and dismantled. Oh, and that's when it all, that's when he changes. I'm trying to think, how did they get him? Oh, uh, Duffy, the policeman. Oh, of course, he had a corrupt copper. Sends him, tells right. Robocop where yeah, yeah. to find Kane. I mean, that Duffy, as soon as he turns up, in the police station at the beginning, showing the keys. Hey, ladies in the prison, I've got keys. And you think, <laughs> oh, this bloke's a prick. Yeah, straight away. Uh, and then he goes round the corner and he's, oh, he's on, nuke. on nuke. He's on yeah. nuke as well. But you see Robocop walk past and just as he's doing it. I, I thought he was going to come in. I was expecting Robocop to 
Yeah. To like hear it and come exactly. back. I thought exactly the same thing. I just thought that was a bit, yeah, made him look a bit dumb. Yeah. So Duffy sort of tells him where Kane is and then they send him Kane's warehouse. It's a bit weird. It's got like Elvis's. Oh, grave that's it, like there, a, isn't like it? a yeah, grave and guitar. They've dug up Elvis's it? body. And it's in a glass tomb. In a glass tomb with the guitar next Is to Elvis it. buried in a glass tomb? Is that a thing? I doubt it. I'm going to Google it. Uh, he's buried in a £900 copper coffin. Bloody hell. So, yeah, they smash him up. And it's a bit like the scene in the first one, isn't it? Where um, he's looking he's up being, through his yeah, Where he's being visor. created and it's mostly through his visor. I thought that was quite well done, actually, the way they've done that. He didn't put up much of a fight, though. Um, no, they bolted him down. They bolted him down and taken apart. Well, they bring the magnet in uh, first, didn't they? Oh, that was it. They pick him up on the magnet. They pick him up and they, and they smash him up and the boy's like, oh, I want to see his brain. Yeah, they say he's got a brain. I want to see it. And later on, when um, they're hacking up Duffy as well, I just hate the character of Duffy. I just think it was shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's too cartoony, you know? Yeah. Oh, Kane. Oh, it's really good to see you. Oh, I really... <laughs> yeah. He's a chap. They're obviously going to fucking kill him. It's more police like academy, wasn't it? Top. Oh, he did remind me of the yeah, yeah. police academy too. You know, um, Binky, Binky, the litter tray, the litter tray, and then he starts <laughs> eating the cereal and cat shit in. He reminds me of that character. They, did, yeah, he was a stupid character, and then he gets chopped up, doesn't he? Like, yeah, and then the doctor, the operator bloke, was pretty sinister looking. I think he would have made a good cane. To be honest, and then uh, yeah, Kane's girlfriend says, "You said you were only going to scare him. Doesn't he look scared?" And he's like just getting butchered on a <laughs> but table. The, the, the doctor's like, "Do you want to get rid of the kid?" And then Kane's like, "Oh yeah," turns his head. Why? Yeah, why? Why? He says, doesn't he? And then uh, Duffy's like, <laughs> "Get rid of the kid. That's a good touch. I like that. Yeah, stop fooling around." Yeah, stupid. I could wait. To see oh, it. it isn't a touch on the first. Yeah, no, it's, it's silly. So then, yeah, he gets smashed up. Yeah, the way he's all contorting and that the suit it is some good special effects. Yeah, they're wheeling him in. Like you've got to keep him alive. <laughs> he's just like a bit of twitchy skin. <laughs> so he's got a doctor on his side, and he a female doctor who's like uh, for his best interests. And then there's that Doctor Fax, yeah, who's bad OCP. She's the one who wants to make a RoboCop too, yeah. And Johnson's like he doesn't like her at all. He's put out by it, but then he finds out she wants to use a criminal, which fuck just doesn't make sense, no, at all. Especially the main criminal at that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit- it's a bit it of a just, bad idea, isn't it? But, like, the uh, the whole reason for this was because when they're doing the tests of the Robocop 2s at the beginning and the first one comes out and he just, like, shoots the woman next to it, doesn't he? Then he yeah. shoots the doctor in the arm and you see at this point Johnson, who's, like, there at the presentation, he drops to his knees and he crawls out of shot. I just, I laughed at that, the way yeah, he crawled yeah, yeah. out. <laughs> But then at the same time, I'm like laughing, but thinking, I don't want to laugh at this. No, should be funny. I want a violent, shocking film again. And then he shoots himself, didn't he, that Robocop? That's right, yeah. And then the next Robocop comes in, lifts up his visor and just dies. And a skull. (laughs) Pulls his face (laughs) off or something. Yeah, pulls his his own face off. And it's all because no one is as good at coping with the strain, the the pressures of becoming a a robot as Murphy was. As Murphy was. Because he was Irish, they said. (laughs) So instead of using that, they went, oh, well, so we'll use that, but we have the complete polar opposite and have a psychopathic 
drug addict, <laughs> Manson-esque. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But Johnson's like, oh, this can't happen. This this is ridiculous. He goes into that sauna room, didn't he? And um, oh, the yeah. uh, old man is sat in that jacuzzi. Didn't like all that either. And then in walks Miss Fax. And he's obviously having this thing with her, isn't he? Yeah. And she gets in. Yeah, she gets in with him. And is she stringing him along or is he, you know? But at the end, when it all goes tits up, he's like... Yeah, let's uh, fuck her off, basically, doesn't he? But he doesn't say it to her face. He no, she Johnson he, at the end. He says it to Johnson. She comes out and then he turns. He goes, Johnson, that thing we were talking about, get on it right away. Yeah, and then, and he then walks come off in my it. car, my dear. Yeah. Just get one more suck off you. Yeah, <laughs> probably something like that. Something like that would probably happen. Yeah, and then yeah, we got to talk about I suppose Kane becoming. Robocop 2. Yeah. Am I ruining it for you? What? <laughs> you enjoyed the film and now I'm making well, I don't hate know. It. No, I don't hate it. I think like, it's because I'm comparing it to the first one. And yeah. It's like every part of the first one, every scene, there isn't a bit I don't like. Where this, it's, I think you're right, nostalgia. I think I've enjoyed it because of the nostalgia, but talking to you now and picking it apart, it's like, yeah, you're right, that was a bit of shit, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, why did they do it, that? Uh, why it's did like, his suit look different? Why, see, uh, I didn't mind the suit. I actually liked the, the bluish hue, and I always did when I was younger. I was like, oh, look out. It's a bit more sort of James Cameron yeah. almost, you know? Yeah. And the shot where he's talking to his wife when she pokes him on the lip, but the camera moves around him, and the back of the head, it just looks awesome. Are the, are the blue in its you know, printed circuitry? Yeah, it must have been. It's just, yeah, I think it's just they just polished everything. They just tried, oh, the first film's a success. The budget for the second one's probably they've got a bigger budget, I'd imagine. Yeah. There's more interest in it. What can we do? And it just felt a bit... I didn't like the design of Robocop 2. No, it looked shit. It looked shit. <laughs> uh, like, Ed 209 is just, like you said, iconic. Yeah, it's almost like a it's an just, alien, isn't it? Out of aliens. But it almost, it's got that sort of round and it's got the black mesh. Yeah, it's like a, just a big sensor on the yeah. head, isn't it? Can't see it. Just yeah, but this it. Robocop Robo 2, which is a shit name as well. Shit name for a film. <laughs> but uh, Ro- yeah, Robocop 2. Um, yeah, just there's nothing, no features. Even the hands were just like three prong yeah Robocop's proper nimble isn't it with his little psh, psh, this thing uh, hello <laughs> how's he going to use a mouse with those things yeah you know? Robocop <laughs> but Robocop you didn't see his data spike come out in this one did you no you didn't see that no you saw his gun yeah but uh, it's Phil Tippett again done the stop motion animation who done Ed 209 but I think they've overused it yeah it didn't look as good it's like watching Wallace and Gromit it is wasn't it? yeah when it, especially when Robocop 2's got hold of Robocop 1 and he's swinging him around it's yeah it, very Wallace and Gromit stop motion yeah whereas the first one it's more subtle yeah and they're climbing up the, the elevator shaft because I remember watching the first one it's actually still pretty good really it looked good yeah like, and it's because they just use little bits isn't it yeah because it, but when you Don't see too much it. of something that's like CGI today like I said about the Transformers films it's just, yeah. oh, CGI's good. Let's fill the whole film with it. Ugh. It's like, no. <laughs> also, the scene in Robocop 2 where they're having a fight and they fall off the building and it goes... That's right. <laughs> it's got a fucking yes, roadrunner whistle. whistle. <laughs> and I thought exactly the same. <laughs> and it is. It's like, yeah, t- you expect TNT and flipping Wiley Coyote. <laughs> just see like a cloud of smoke. Yeah. Oh my god. Whenever the film has an overlay of say the the robots, yeah. The quality of the actual film around it drops. 
Yeah. Significantly. It's almost like a video. I almost think that it's worse in this film than in the first film. Like we'd say. Yeah, it's, it yeah. is. It's definitely worse. It's, it's really obvious. Worse. And I think it's because they use it forced. too much as well. Do you know what? I started, we started this podcast and I was saying I quite enjoyed this film. As I really didn't. I fucking hate it now. <laughs> oh, Oh, I don't know. And that's before he even fucking flies. Yeah, he does fly in the third one. Um, what was your high... You, like, what was your... You said your best bit was... What did you say? I just like that sort of section where he gets reprogrammed and he gets up and he's out and he's just all chipper and he gets spray-painted. Mm-hmm. And then it's the bit where he shoots the... Lewis shoots the guy in the head and she goes in the shop where all them kids are holding up the shop. <laughs> And she hears Murphy outside talking, and he's talking to the dead corpse, isn't he? And she's like... He's reading his rights. Yeah, that's isn't it. He? She's like, he's dead, Murphy. And he's like, I'm having some trouble. So, yeah, like you said last week with the pause. Yeah, the I'm pause. I'm having, having some, some trouble. trouble. But yeah. I love the stance he's got when he's holding him. Yeah, he's got he's him like, just, yeah he's just got him like that. Leaning into him with his arm like Yeah, it's not even pointing. a gun, is it? It's just pointing at him, isn't he? With his finger, like, <laughs> telling him off. I just, yeah, I quite like that. Uh bit of the film there's the bit as well where he, he shoots like the around the, the bloke smoking thank you for not smoking <laughs> and he shoots around him doesn't he that used to be played in the cinemas do you remember when you used to go into the cinema and they'd always play that before the film what Robocop shooting around the bloke just that clip yeah no, thank you for not smoking and no. they used to say no smoking in the cinemas but yeah I, I, so yeah, for me I enjoyed that bit where he's he's off the rails a little bit and I enjoyed the adverts. What was the other one? The was sunscreen. The sunscreen 5000 or something. They say that 20 seconds in the California sun is too much these days, ever since we lost the ozone layer. <laughs> and it, apply a pint of this cream to your body and uh, you're good for hours. And I'll see you by the pool. And she's covered in this light. She covers herself in this blue and green. Blue looks like some hippie smurf. She looks then, like the old uh, one out of the X-Men, doesn't she? The yeah, that's right, man. yeah. Um, Mystique. <laughs> Mystique. And, then it, and then it comes up at the end like about the product, and it's, warning, too much use can cause cancer. <laughs> yeah, quite like that. And then, was there, is that the only other advert? There wasn't that many, was the there? The car electrocution one. No, I'll buy that for a dollar. There was something in the news I heard to go, um, State Attorney Sphincter says... <laughs> uh, that made me laugh. Sphincter. To the news report, so... They are a great way to sort of Set the scene. to drive the narrative, aren't they, in the story and push it on. Because there's the bit where the police suddenly abandon the picket lines and get back yeah, to work. Because the Robocop there's all that. G's them on a bit, doesn't he? And that, that's told to you by a new segment, I believe. And so, yeah, it does. It feeds the narrative through. So then it's like the OCP police versus the, the Detroit mayor, police, isn't yeah, it? And the mayor and the, the town. And it's. They had a town, the city hall, and all that. Recognised one of the policemen on the picket line, the main guy, the little ginger bloke. Uh, was one of the sisters out of Shawshank Redemption. Really? Do you remember the sisters, the two? Yeah. Again, that's a film I haven't seen for ages. Yeah. And then obviously we didn't talk about uh, all the cops. Uh, you better save him. He's one of us. Can't you change him back? They're like, no, we haven't got the equipment here. And then Robocop gets up, walks outside, <laughs> and just grabs the electricity. Yeah, he just knows to do that. And they're like, oh, yeah, we haven't got the equipment in there, but it, yeah, if he just does that, that's fine. Full factory reset. <laughs> it's just stupid. Everything's so convenient. And the way they pick him up, I didn't like it when they picked him up. No. He fries himself, and then they put, look, it looks like they put a little black blanket under him. And there's about, I don't know, there's about <laughs> six or seven of them. And they're going, oh, he's heavy. Look, <laughs> it'd be bloody roasting hot, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's still metal. He's probably holding all that electricity. I think one of them does go, oh, be careful. He might be a bit hot. Oh, um, yeah. 
But where I was saying last week where they'd like set something up and then in the next scene they'd follow it through. But it's told a cohesive story from start to finish, didn't it, Robocop? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas this is just like comedy sketch, comedy sketch, comedy. And it's just like, oh shit, we've smashed him up. Now we need him back together. Oh, and now we've got all the directives and now we need him back to normal. How are we going to do that? It's all easy ways out. There's it nothing. Was a bit, yeah, I and just... there's like the end, there was, there's no like through line for the film, I didn't think. There's no story, there's no, no. character arc, there's nothing. There's nothing no. to follow. You think of the characters in the first film, like you had Bodica and his henchmen. They're all awesome, weren't they? Mm. All the baddies. Yeah. Then you had Dick Jones. You had Bob. Yeah, you know, they're all good characters, but you're still following Murphy. It's still his story. It's still the beginning. Just those characters fitted perfectly with this. Yeah, you've got, they've reinvented the old man. Johnson's now number two, right. and he's just a comedy. What other character. characters? Lewis has now got nice hair. What else? Kane and his goons. I mean, one of Kane's henchman just looks like a rockabilly or something yeah, like, just, what, yeah, what is it all supposed to be but yeah like murphy just doesn't have the payoff at the end of robocop was him realizing in the third act that he was murphy you know and the unveiling of his helmet shows you that he's uh, murphy and then he looks in the mirror and he knows and then at the end when he sorts everything out he gets rid of clarence bodica he goes in and he gets sorts dick reveals out. dick jones and then the end is like, you know, who are, what's your name, son? Murphy. I'm Murphy. And it's like, that Close. was his character, that was his arc. And then that's just gone in this film. Lazy, lazy right. But after his wife's gone, there's no sort of pivotal storyline that you're really rooting for. Because when Matey first wrote Robocop and he had an idea and he was pitching it and he got to make his film, there was passion and that in there. And then mm. money gets involved, the film was successful, yeah. so we need to churn it out. And it just, that passion, that love hasn't gone into Robocop 2. No. They're trying to emulate, obviously a different director, but they're trying to emulate parts of the the, the first film that doesn't pay off. The yeah. storyline's weak and just, yeah. I mean, it's so predictable and it's like, it gets to that, you're an hour and a half in to the film, and it's like, oh, we better finish it, and then it's the big fight, and then the film ends. It's just lazy. But it's like there was no, yeah, there was no payoff at the end. It was yeah, just, I'm trying to think because how it finishes. Robocop two blows up. Didn't, um, the old man gets in the car with what's that? Yeah, facts, facts, facts. And then Robocop's got the drill, isn't he? And he's or his socket set or something. And he's tightening his helmet, and he's I can't even think what he yeah, says. Yeah, what is just, he saying? Because the first one ends. What's your name, officer? Murphy. Murphy. And bang. Yeah, that's it. Credits that's come end. up. You're like, whoa. He's Murphy. He's done full circle. This one, I can't even remember what the end line is. No. <laughs> and it's so shit. But then when the music starts, oh, the music is awful in this film, isn't it? Yeah, it hasn't. Yeah. It's got, but the last. We talked about that you, last time, you, the impact of the music. Did you watch the end credits? About three or four minutes in. Or no, even that. Not even that. About a minute in. No, I didn't watch it. It's all like, Robocop. Oh, you're oh, joking it's me. a Robocop. Oh, my God. What the fuck is this like, you know? Oh, I'm going to have to check that out now. Yeah. Oh, right. The last line of dialogue. He's, dr- he's screwing his helmet. Lewis says, that son of a bitch is getting away with it. We can't even touch him. Talking about the old man. Yeah, Lewis says and that. And then Robocop says, patience, Lewis. That's the last line of the film. That's <laughs> it. Hinting that he is going to get yeah. his comeuppance in part three. Part three. But like, Robocop flies into OCP action. had done, like, when they're doing their presentation of Robocop 2, do they not think when they're putting up their banners, this looks very much like Nazi Germany? 
Did they not think exactly that? The <laughs> Even the the OCP police look like fucking stormtroopers. Yeah, and they SS. Some yeah, of them that's were wearing, what I mean. Like, long, yeah, that, long like the SS. Yeah, yeah, been on the street. It just it's too on the nose. Yeah, I don't know. I just, just and the corporate scenes with the OCP with Johnson and that they weren't the same either. No, no. In the first one, it was like you could feel it. Yeah, because it was the eighties. It was a product of the eighties, and that's that was all going on then. The yuppies, weren't they? You know, Reagan's America. I know there was one shot where it's Johnson and the old man walking down a corridor. I don't know. It just looks weird, and you can tell that they're just they're not people who walk down corridors. Yeah. You know, if you know what I mean. Oh, I hate the film. I'd have given it three stars at the beginning. I'll give it two now. There's that bit where she's that uh, doctor. What is it? Dr. Facts. Flicks. Facts. Facts. She's trying to recondition Murphy, Robocop, and she t- keeps turning to type on her computer, and it's that massive monitor. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. It's as well. fl- and it's flickering. It's like cameras <laughs> don't pick it up very well. Like when they went, the kids was raiding that um, shop as well, and it's like tape cassette Walkmans and. <laughs> <laughs> like big boxy TVs, and it's just like they couldn't even <laughs> make boxes. it look futuristic, could they? No, they didn't even no. bother. <laughs> it's just like this in this future, everything has remained the same <laughs> since 1990, apart from the technology of Robocop. Um, I did notice you remember last week I said that the blonde rapist was out of police academy, he was Copeland. Um, well, in this one. In the opening scene, when they go into the nuke factory, which is a great scene, I do love it. Like any of the scenes with Murphy, just at the beginning, there's hard, he hardly says anything. He's just going on this mission, isn't he? Trying to track down nuke, and he goes into this little room where all the Oriental women are. That's right. Yeah, making the nuke, and then the bloke who gets the baby, and he's holding the gun to the baby's head, isn't he? I mean, he does the ricochet shot. Yeah. Which is a great yeah. shot. You know, there are some That is actually quite good. That, actually, that bit was actually quite but good. But that bloke with the baby, I'm sure he's one of Zed's gang in Police Academy 2. Bit of a theme there. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Why there's... They must all be on the same casting agencies. Yeah. yeah. So, Irving Kirshner, as we said, directed this one. It was his last film that he uh, ever directed. Oh, what? Because it was so bad? Or... <laughs> um, Nancy Allen... She's said in an interview that she hated not just working with Kirshner, she absolutely hated Kirshner. So I don't know what that was all about. And then Paul Verhoeven couldn't direct this one. He didn't want to anyway because he didn't want it to be cashing in. He said he'd do it, but it had to be the right script at the right time. And he went on and done Total Recall at the time that they was doing Robocop 2. And then um, I was saying as well that Orion Pictures was hinging the success of Robocop 2 on their survival, basically. And they did. They went under after Robocop 2. But they also had, in this, I think it was the same year, Dances with Wolves, which earned loads of Oscars and fucking oh, brilliant. That's a great made film. loads of money, and Silence of the Lambs. But they still went under. And it's all Robocop 2's fault. Probably. <laughs> it's because they all got hooked on Nuke, mate. They did, didn't they? Old Nukers. So... I can't think of anything else to say about Robocop 2, can you? No. No, I think this point last time, I still had loads of pages to... Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I just... It was... I think you nailed it by saying nostalgia. And I think I've watched it in bits, as I say, and it was just nostalgic. But now we've dissected it a bit, it wasn't a touch. It's hard going to watch all at once 
you've watched it in three bits and it's probably like you just pick it up and like you can quite easily enjoy three 20 minute sections do you know <laughs> yeah there's some films you have to focus on. whereas i was losing interest watching it when i watched it all in one yeah the, the end half i wasn't even watching it anymore i'd gone on my phone and i was titting about so it's one of them in it you got because the last part was like the last 15 minutes i think him and kane had just started battling and i was like oh I need to. I need to watch the end of that film. Do you think I could? And I was like, "Oh, I'm doing this podcast with Trev. I should actually watch the end of it." But that sums it up, doesn't it? That I was prepared to not even watch it because <laughs> it was so predictable. And but there's, to... there's like that's what I said. There's nothing in it. There's nothing in it nah. to grip you, to drag. Nah. There's nothing to pull you through the story. It is just a series of events you're watching. And what a weak final line. <laughs> Yeah. Stan yes my friend thank you for joining me again no it's a pleasure mate it's a pleasure everyone thank you for listening if you have enjoyed this podcast and you would love to hear other podcasts of us talking about movies then please do like us subscribe to us follow us share us anything that helps to get us out there to a wider audience would be much appreciated thanks everyone for listening and we will see you all again soon cheers everyone all the best cheers Thank